Welcome aboard the National Football Show. It's your boy, Dan Cilio. I just found out something else about Philadelphia sports fan. May I tell you what it is? May I tell you what it is? When you guys see something good, wow. Look at the Sixers. The Sixers, holy cow. Well, look at what James, I'm talking to Xander. Oh, the Sixers matter now. <laughs> the Sixers matter now. If you're the Flyers and you suck, I don't care. I don't care. The Eagles, you know, sitting around nine and eight. Hey, let's get better. It'll always be an Eagle town. The Phillies, you're like this. Hey, Bryce Harper. Hey, okay, Bryce Harper. How about winning a World Series? How you doing, right? <laughs> Holy cow. I get it. I get it. The Eagles are the only team in this city that people truly give a shit about, good or bad. But my point is, if the Sixers are bad, people go like this. Eh, you know, the Sixers are shitty. Who cares? But when the Eagles are crappy, people go like this. Hey, let's fire somebody. Let's go here. This ain't working. And you got something special now. I believe you're going to win the Eastern Conference with this duo of Joel Embiid and James Harden. And I'm going to say this to you too, folks. I'll tell you, this is the best duo that the Sixers have had since Dr. J and Moses Malone. It's the best duo. Can you imagine that? This is the best duo that the Sixers have had since Dr. J and Moses. When Moses ripped off them MVPs, and Dr. J led that team to an NBA championship in 83. It's the best that they've had. Last night, I could not believe how open Joel Embiid was. You know, usually people are hanging on him like a Shaquille O'Neal. And when you add the component in, I mean, this guy had a triple-double last night, James Harden. He had the 12 dimes that Xander said he would have. He said he'd have a big night distributing the basketball, and he did. I mean, right? He went over 22 in his first night. 29 last night, I believe. I think it beat at 37. Dude, man, that was spectacular. What a bad take. By the way, I see all you tools over there when I'm doing the middle, and you guys are barking at me. Okay, Chris, bad take. Okay. Yeah, right. Bad take. Oh, okay. <laughs> we hey we all we all <laughs> took the over but you okay we all took the hey, you guys are right you I'll tell you like I said man you guys are the smartest fans there is you really are hey by the way may I ask you a poll question by the way please hit the like button thank you guys so much you suck Sills thank you very much Bob Bob hey you know I always take that with um you know, a merit badge, Bob. So thank you. I love the fact that I suck and you're still here. Thank you so much. It's all good, dude. Okay, guys, I have a question for you. You said Harden was a fat quitter. Hang on. Wait a minute, Big Chris. Wait a minute. Wait. Now you fly. No, no. How about playoff little Jamie Harden? Let's see how playoff little Jamie Harden goes. How you doing? How's Jamie Harden in the postseason? That guy shrivels up like a raisin. Oh, just a 
playoffs. This is where... <laughs> this is the big bad playoff monster. We're coming for you, James. <laughs> oh, no. Look who it is. It's the evil playoff monster. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. That's right, Dion. Hey, man, that guy could fill up a box score in the regular season. Come playoff time, he's about five inches shorter. He's way down here. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Where's the playoff monster? <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't let that guy off the hook, dude. This guy's won scoring championships. He's an MVP. Time to deliver the mail, bro. <laughs> oh, don't you put the bad mojo on us, Sills. I'm not putting nothing on you like that. Oh, I don't have to sell a mock draft to Gary Cobb because even Barrett goes, that's a hell of a draft you put together. You really did your homework. Go back and watch the middle. Even you, Xander. Go back and watch the middle. At the end, Barrett's like, you did your homework, man. Oh, and by the way, today, today, the Big Sills top 30 free agents That'll be available this NFL offseason. We'll have that for you at 5 o'clock. McScruffy, he hates my pick. Guy's going to be an all-pro. You wait and see. All-pro. Seals, I watched the draft. It was great. Thank you, man. He said he's not waiting four to five years to start winning. He didn't say anything about trading picks. And if he doesn't, he will use some brotherly love. Sills, you know, I like two of your three picks. That's the consensus. That's the consensus, one above all. That's that's pretty much the consensus on it. Okay? And I'm, I'm going to get to the topics here in a second, but can I ask all you guys a question? So, Ben Simmons is saying that he's not going to play in that March 10th game because he's got a bad back, and it's in Philly. Is he not playing in that game because of his bad back or you? What is it? Not a McScruffy fan? His name is not McScruffy. <laughs> his name is not McScruffy. It is Trent McDuffie. Get used to it. It's your first pick. Get used to it. Howie versus Big Sales. Simmons is a vagina. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> what a batch. Because he's soft. Child, please. Some of you know what I mean. <laughs> ben vagina hurts. <laughs> wow. What a tough crowd, man. Michael Irvin's right. <laughs> it's McGriddle. Get it right, Silio. Take the night off, Ben. <laughs> Sills, they go DE with first pick if they stay put. They need, look, one thing you have to give me credit for on this thing. I went corner, linebacker, and interior defensive line. That's a pass rusher. All needs. All needs. You don't know how those guys are going to uh, pan out. You have no idea. 
You have no, but I addressed every need on your team. What's up with Jerry paying off cheerleaders? May I tell you the, oh my God, guys. How you feel about some players want to work out? Don't want to work out at the combines. Hey, get rid of those COVID, COVID um, rules, and I'm all good with that. I hate that I love Michael Irvin. <laughs> I, yeah, that's great. That is a great take, man. Matt Corral, easy money. Good night. I got him going to the Saints. You got the DT from Georgia, Bob Bob. With the 19th pick, Trayvon Walker, 6'5, 275. He's a pass rusher. That's who I put out there. <laughs> Bonafortuna, Robert. I got it. Guys, so you think Ben Simmons doesn't want to play in Philly? Because of you, don't you? I do. I think he doesn't want to play in Philadelphia, man. He wants nothing to do with going to Philly on March 10th. Can you imagine that at Wells Fargo? Holy shit. Would that be something to watch? Stop with McScruffy. Okay? <laughs> oh, man. Give me a break, Xander. By the way, bottom of the hour, my boy Gary Cobble joined me. Robert says, hey, Dan, would you trade the first-round picks the Eagles have and move up to the second pick to take Hutchinson? Absolutely not. He got his ass kicked by Georgia. I'm not sold, about, I'm not sold on him. I think Thibodeau will be better. I'm just not sold. I've never seen Thibodeau blocked. I've seen that Hutchinson kid blocked. Just saying, man, I'm not as big on him as everyone else is. I saw him in some meaningful games, and he got the he got the crap knocked out of him. You all good, man. Indoor snowballs at Simmons. Wow. <laughs> hey, man, I don't put it past you guys. Combine is this week. They're starting it up, right? They're going to start doing the interviews. Hey, let me give you my interview that I did with Jerry Angelo of the Buccaneers. Rich McKay who was the general manager of the team and legal counsel. And a guy named Larry Kruger was also uh, part of the front office of the Buccaneers. So they bring me up to Tampa and we're sitting down. You know what the guy asked me? Hey, you have any, you have any uh, members in the uh, mafia? I looked over at him. I go, do you think I'd be here if I did? Everyone in the room started laughing. I said, do you think I'd be here? I go, I, hey. I wouldn't be here. Okay? Chris, my 40-yard dash at 289 was 481, baby. How you doing? How you doing? Big Seals ran a 4-8. That's right. 6'1 and 7-8, 290. 50 bench presses, 225, and ran a 4-8-1. How you doing? Bang! Now, if you ask me to run, I basically have troubles getting up the steps. So these guys, yeah, hey, no, they asked me if I had, like, you know, they asked Des Bryant if his mother was a whore. Jeff Ireland asked that stupid question to him. He got killed for it, too, by the way, for doing that when he was GM of the Dolphins. So they asked me if I had any mafia members. I go, I wouldn't be here if I did. 
Okay. And they started and I started laughing. And so Jerry Angelo goes like this to me. Stop with McDuffie. McStuffins. This is this is here's the question they asked me though, that got me drafted, I think, to the Bucks. Jerry Angelo goes, Hey Sills, what happens if plan A don't work? I looked at him and I just went like this to the dude. Hey man. If you've got a plan B, you don't have a plan A. Everyone in the room goes like this. That's the best answer you could possibly have. People with plan Bs don't have plan As. They're always preparing for the back door. People who in life don't have all their oars in the water and have one foot on the beach and one foot in the ocean, that's not all in, guys. When you play professional sports, you got to be all in. Heart, soul, mind, everything. Family, sacrifice, everything. You think it's just showing up kissing cheerleaders and cashing paychecks. It ain't. Plan B. I was like, ain't no plan B. Ain't no plan B. That was the question. So Angelo looks at me. He goes, I love that answer. I said, well, I'm, it's true. I mean. I haven't even thought about a plan B. And that's why I played seven years of professional football. Hey, it wasn't in the NFL. I know it wasn't. My career was kind of like Kurt Warner's. Not to the level of success, but Kurt played in NFL Europe, played in the Arena League, played in the NFL. Hell, I even played in Canada. Okay? Oh, Samuel, I'm gonna, I'll get to that story in a second. Before I get to my topics. But, yeah, I know the combines. We didn't really have a combines during my time. That started, like, in the 90s. So they, the pro days were really important. And Jerome thought he would beat me in a race, Jerome Brown. He had been drafted by the Eagles. So Jerome's running around with all the Miami guys. He wanted to race me. So I raced him. I whipped his ass. Hey, he's, he couldn't believe it. He was stunned. I said, remember that thing you said about me being, there's no way I'm a white guy, I'm Italian, whatever it is, bitch. How <laughs> random. He was stunned. You had two dudes, almost three, well, Jerome was 300 pounds. So get this. This is 30-some years ago. Miami had two defensive tackles. Nobody had 300-pound D-tackles running four eights. And my backup was Cortez Kennedy and Russell Maryland. Those were our two backups, were Cortez and Russell. Russell was the number one player taken overall, and I think Tez went number four or something, maybe even number three in the draft. And he were our, these were our backups. And Jerome and I were 300-pound dudes running four eights. Our ends ran four fives. Man, you weren't stopping us. We killed everything that lived. Offensive linemen were like 260, 275. Some were 300 pounds. The big teams like Oklahoma. In Florida, we're big 300-pound teams. We ran around them dogs, man. How you doing, Beard? All good. Hey, Hugh, thank you so much, brother, man. That means a lot to me. Please hit the like button, guys. Okay, thank you so much. Maniac, I appreciate it. All right, dude, the backups were Hall of Fame kind of players. I know, man. Okay? Sills, I waited 72 hours for this. I suffered withdrawal symptoms. <laughs> Maniac, you're stupid, man. That's funny. By the way, dog, 
top 30 big sales free agents. We'll do that at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Please remind me because I will forget. I saw that story, the Cowboys. Jerry, how much did Jerry, how much did Jerry guys have to pay to the, um, how much did he have to pay to the cheerleaders? <laughs> Easy, big sales. Don't get all Skip Bayless. I hate that jackass. Mitch, you for a third. David, really? Come on, man. Why did Bosworth not make it? He got hurt. He got hurt. He hurt his shoulder. Hey, chalk it up, sports. Here, here, tell me how much the Cowboys and Jerry had to pay off the cheerleaders for the voyeur stuff. Okay, I'll tell you the story. I know it. So Rich Dalrymple, okay, was my public relations guy. I may even have a picture of the guy somewhere. He was my public relations. Jimmy Johnson hired him. He's been there 35 years. And he's been 2.5 million. Hey, hey, hang on. I thought they hey Chris, I thought they fired Rich Dalrymple because he was watching the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders get dressed all the time. And he had this room. This is hey, who's that creepy dude that used to do the Today Show? Matt Lauer? This guy had these buttons where the doors opened up and stuff like that, right? Supposedly, Jerry and and Dalrymple had this like two-way mirror. That's what I'm hearing. Don't quote me on it. That's the don't quote me on it. It's a two-way mirror, you know. Hey, hey, hey I don't know. <laughs> Look at me. Watch this. I don't know. You know. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, loud. Okay. <laughs> hey, no, 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 maniac. I want a circus mirror in my house to make me look thinner. <laughs> Next to the dressing room. <laughs> look for the dry. <laughs> Holy cow. Two-way mirror, man. Jesus criminy. There's totally something wrong with Hey, I don't know. Hey, I, what I hear, they would sit in front of this mirror and they would, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Hey, is that how a South Philly guy tries to get out of something with saying something? Watch this. Look, I don't know. That's what I heard. Yeah, sure. There's a two-way mirror. To and, right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Watch it. Look. Yeah. That's <laughs> from what I heard. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. No. Hey, no. Was not confidential uh, agreement signed. They gave they gave him two five to be quiet. <laughs> they gave him two. They gave him two point five to be quiet. They signed um, confidentiality agreements, and you know, there's. I think they're still there. Actually, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I know Dalrymple resigned in February. Yeah, man. I I know Rich. I know Rich 35 years. Yeah, Rich Dalrymple. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Seals is just spewing vomit, guys. Give him a minute. Hey, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hard dog personified? Sure, okay. <laughs> Easier not sold on. Hey, I'm not sold on. Wait a minute. Sold on Jalen? In what way? Jerry's wife's a pretty nice lady too, man. Who says I'm not sold on? No, no, no. You have me wrong. I am sold on Jalen Hurts. But I'm trying to upgrade from Jalen Hurts. I'm not not that sold. He could play in the league. He can win games. But just like in Cleveland, I'm sorry, Baker Mayfield's not the guy there either. But he can win games. What are we doing here? Hey, no. Hey, Jalen's a player. Watch this. Jalen's a second round draft choice. Congratulations. He's not a franchise quarterback, though. Okay, he's not. He's a good football player. Watch this. When you have everything else around him and receivers are there, tight ends are there, O-lines there. Ugh. He ain't going to carry your team like Joe Burrow or Josh Allen. Now, let me ask you this. Will the Eagles spend money in free agency, you think? Will they spend the money? There's a boatload of dudes. That are going to be open. Okay? Hurts to the Steelers for a one. He's not. Okay, that's a good point, David. You think Jalen Hurts. I Here, watch this, David. I think Jalen Hurts would be great in an exchange with the Houston Texans. Two ones and Jalen to the Houston Texans for Deshaun Watson. I'd be good with that. But to sit there and try to say Jalen Hurts for a one, Landon Dickerson can land you a one. Jalen, here, let's do this. How many players do you think on the Eagles? If you trade it straight up, you can get a one for. Let's think. Jordan Mulata. Landon Dickerson. You think you can get a one for Lane Johnson? I don't know. I don't know. Who else? Kelsey's retiring. Devontae Smith, you think you can? You probably could get a one for him. Yeah. All right. I got to take a timeout, guys, because we're going to do our top 30. We're going to do the top 30 top NFL free agents coming up at free agency here next week. I want to do that. We're going to do that at the top. Gary Cobb's coming up real soon here from Fox 29. We'll ask him. Please hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub. And in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. 
Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals, more benefits that really rock, more of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about, because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. suspended Russia from playing in the World Cup. Great. <laughs> Is that soccer? <laughs> hey, hey, anything you can't use your hands and I'm out. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Soccer. Yeah, okay, sure. Is that the flopping game where you get yellow carded and red carded and all that? I'm not even sure what that is. I saw a guy get a yellow card, and he got all really upset. Guy just went like this. Look. He went. He blew a gasket like he was one of them NBA floppers. Guy goes like this. Right in his face, too. Guy got a red card, and he, like, wanted to attack the red. I'm like, wow, you guys get carded like that? Holy cow. I'm assuming that's – see – you can punch a guy in the face in the NFL on the field. You just get a 15-yard penalty. You know, I mean, I don't know. And, and if you could wear the same shorts to your neighborhood pool to play your event in, I don't know. It just Does it make me a bad guy? I hope not, man. Let's bring my friend in, Gary Cobb, man. I'm sure he's a big soccer fan. I can tell. Hey, Gary. <laughs> man, I never was able to get into the soccer, man. You know, I you know, as much as it's, um, you know, I, I know people that have gotten into it, but I just, I haven't been able to make the move yet, you know? <laughs> you know, you I say just, that I, with a lot of conviction, Gary. <laughs> I, I, hey, yeah. Just, just haven't been able to do it. I, I just don't see it. I don't need, hey, they keep telling me it's the number one sport in the world. I'm like, yeah, man. I, I yeah, I guess. Okay, man. But when you do this to a player, 
and the guy gets off. <laughs> I know. I, I don't know. I don't I, The flopping. I, I don't know. All right, Gary, listen. I put a mock draft together. And I know what you're going to say probably when, after I'm done giving you these names, because there's one glaring thing here. So 15, I went through all 32, by the way, and I do think that kid Evan Neal from Alabama is going to go number one to Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. But at 15, I got Trent McDuffie from Washington. He's a cornerback. At 16, I had the kid Devin Lloyd. Okay. 6'3", 235. He's an edge rusher, could play in the 43 and 34. Yeah. And at 19, I had Trayvon Walker, defensive lineman, great pass rusher, 6'5", yeah. 275. If yeah. you notice what I did here was, I don't know what these guys are going to look like when they make it to, or if they do make it in the National Football League, but how I always put a draft together by what a team's needs are. Mm -hmm. and Cornerback, linebacker, and pass rusher, to me, that's why I went with those three guys. The only issue is they're all three defensive guys. And with how we do that, plus there's a linebacker in there. I, I You know, I, I think the linebacker position, especially a guy with speed that's able to be one of the special players, you know, uh, you see the marquee teams, they've got that linebacker who is – you know, he's a freak. He's a guy who can run a 4-3, four, 4-4. Four, four, four. He can run with wide receivers if necessary. And, you know, you got that guy there in the middle because everybody's going to be throwing the ball. You can't put, you know, uh, you need you need a standout linebacker. You, you definitely do, I think. But I don't know that they're going to change because they won a championship with their formula. And I don't think that anybody's going to be able to convince them that they need to draft a first round linebacker. I think but they didn't win the fun. Super Bowl running the ball. They run the, they won the Super Bowl throwing the ball down the field. Yes. Off of play action. Uh-huh. Am, am I wrong or right when I say that? Yeah, yeah, they did. That's that's the way they won the Super Bowl. Yep. Run, but they, the they team right the now that they have is not constructed that way, Gary. No, it's not. No, it's not. But that's why really I don't think they're in love with it. Cuz they, they, they won the Super Bowl throwing the ball, and I think they believe after looking at the NFL, knowing that uh, they love the quarterback position, and they and I, and I think rightfully so. But I think that they really want to be a team that wins games throwing the ball. I think they want to be that way. I don't know that, that they, they feel they can change uh, right now. Because you, you gotta you gotta do what you can do with what you got right now. So, but I think that they're I think definitely they're gonna get a pass rusher without a doubt. One of those picks is gonna be an edge rusher because they need it, and I I think they believe in that. They believe you you um you address your lines with those top picks. So I I expect a pass rusher, maybe a corner, somebody that's elite. Maybe they get a corner. Or they get two pass rushers, you know. I, I think they're going to address uh, the defensive line. I don't think they're going to draft a linebacker uh, because this is what they believe. This is their uh, – this is the way they, they believe. This is their formula. They won a Super Bowl. They believe that you win a formula where you got to have those guys up front. I, I mean, I, I, I agree with them 
for the most part. But I think right now, hey, you got to have a linebacker who's an elite player who can run. You got to have that guy. Or they're going to be like the, like the guys we got in there now. I mean, you, you got nothing special. How about this, Gary? I mean, the reason I say Devin, Devin Lloyd yeah. is because he kind of knocks down more things than some of the things that you just said. I know. He's he's a guy that you could put in a 4-3-3-4, put his yeah. hand down. Yeah. He can rush the edge. He can cover yeah. tight ends. Yeah. And he can play the run. So he's not just a linebacker who's going to sit in the middle there. He's a guy who's also going to be productive in the kind of schemes that Jonathan Gannon wants to run. So he's not like, you know, Gary, when you and I came out, this guy's a nose. This guy's right. a DE. That's he's right. a DT. Yeah. He's an ILB. This guy's an OLB. This guy's strong side. This guy's weak. Now, now I tell it's you, not like that anymore, is it? I know. Now, Devin Lloyd may, or they look at him and they say that, hmm, because, you know, they, they're thinking about, you know, uh, Michael Parsons. That's what, you know, you know what the league is. They're affected by somebody. What's happening now? They say, oh, man, you know, we could have Michael Parsons last year. You know, they're sitting there beating themselves up the whole offseason. We could have had that guy. We could have had him. So if Lloyd, if they see the comparison, they like it, then that could move him up. And but I don't know if I see the Eagles getting them though. I I because they got their formula. Their formula is no linebackers in the first round. That's their formula. And I don't I don't think they're gonna change it because I can tell by the you know, when they ask the question, you know, it's all over here, you know. He don't really answer the question. He's talking about everything, but he's gonna bring up the fact, hey, they won a Super Bowl with that formula. I think they believe in the formula. Address the offensive, the defensive line first round. Of course, you would get a quarterback in the first round. You could get a defensive back. But the guys that affect the passing game, I think that's the way they look at it. The guys that affect the passing game, we draft the first round. They don't have a major effect on that passing game. We won't draft them in the first round. Gary, do you think that the Eagles will be a players in free agency? They're going to have nearly $30 million and cap space for them to be able to at least take a look at some of the guys that are out there. I think they're going to get a wide receiver. I, I could see them getting a veteran wide receiver. I think that's what they're going to do because they could use one. And then, you know, <laughs> I know some people have them drafting another wide receiver. I, I, I just think that if they draft another wide receiver, you, you've invested too much in that position. You didn't get out of it because you messed up on a couple of the picks. And I don't think you can build a team from the perimeter in. You're right. You got to build it from the inside out. I think so. And, you know, I agree with them when they talk about there's nothing affects the uh, a defense like a pass rusher. Come on. He already immediately, a pass rusher makes your DBs better immediately because the quarterback knows this guy's coming. And you know, you got a guy, he might not even get there, but he's he's in that quarterback's head. He's getting that ball out of there because he saw the tape. I don't know if we can block this guy. He's trying to get that ball out of there. And the quarterback could make mistakes. He throws the ball too soon. He forces the ball somewhere because of that pressure. So uh, a guy that's a pass rusher, pass rushers affect the game. You want to affect the quarterback. It's about the passing game. Uh, that's where the, the league is right now. I think the, do, you do have a few teams like the Eagles 
who are the strength of their game is running. But the league is a passing league. It's it's, it's that's what it's that's what it is right now. Gary, I want to I want to go into the NFC East now, and I want to look at some of the teams that the Eagles are going to be going against when it comes to free agency and when it comes also to the upcoming draft. I I, I was talking to um, Barrett Brooks this morning, and he and I were going back. Can you? I think Washington's close. Watch this. Garoppolo's going to command thirty five million dollars on the open market. Here's why. He's five and two in the yeah. postseason. He's 36 and 16 as a starting quarterback. And to the strength of that record, even more so, when he's not playing at San Fran and he's not starting, which injuries have been an issue, obviously, for him. Yeah. But when he's not, they're eight and 22. So he is a completely the factor why they've been to two. NFC Championship games in three years. On top of that five and two record, right. the majority of those wins yeah. are against Aaron Rodgers. And I said yeah. this: Kyle Hamilton, the Notre Dame safety, you put him on that defense. Plus, you get Chase Young back. Plus, you have Jonathan Allen, and you have Garoppolo yeah. on that side of the ball. Washington can win the NFC East. Am I wrong? I agree. I agree. I mean, if they get you know, good play out of their quarterback position. They got they got weapons. I mean, they got weapons that really, I think, have been underutilized because, you know, they really haven't had, you know, outstanding play from the quarterback position. And, you know, they got defensive players. I mean, the defense got them to the playoffs a couple of years ago. So uh, I, I think that they could be a team that, that definitely, um, you know, they're going to be in the hunt if they get decent quarterback play. So uh, I, I definitely think they're going to be there. Uh, Washington has got a lot of good football players and, uh, you know, and I like the coach too. So and, and think, he's a defensive minded guy. That's why defensive minded coach kid, is right. Yeah. This kid, Kyle Hamilton, I want to take you over to the giants. You know, you and I grew up in that area and it's a gigantic giant country and where we grew up as kids. Yeah. And I've never seen the giants this bad on both O-line and D-line. And now I went into the draft and I said, they're going to address, both the defense and offensive lines in this upcoming draft. They'll probably also address it in free agency here. Has it really been just the fact that Jerry Reese is not the general manager there? Because, I mean, he wins two Super Bowls there. He has that team constantly winning. I know Tom yeah. Coughlin played a factor here. Barrett Brooks brought this up again um, earlier with me as well. I mean, wait, ever since they've not got the general managers right and they've not gotten the – the, the offensive line, right? I mean, he had five years to get yeah. one guy out of the five, and I know it's difficult to build these O-line. And on top of that, Brian Dable now has to come down from Buffalo to try to resurrect Daniel Jones' career. I mean, yeah. the Giants are at least 10 years away from competing for a Super Bowl. Uh, the thing is, you know, you know, and, and uh, that's where, you know, really when you talk about the Eagles, you know, you could say a lot of things, but they're right when you told you build up front first. Yeah, you know, if you don't have it up there, man, doesn't matter who you have back there. Would Guys, you agree that's like been the strength of Howie that yeah. he's really started from up front? Yeah. Your only maybe criticism is is that he goes too much outside after he goes he goes O line wide out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has, he has, you know, and and the thing is, that, you know, they miss on the wide outs. The thing is, they miss badly with the you know an an option i mean they got the there's a player right there they don't get the player they get the guy that can't play i mean come on you you can't miss that badly especially the way they did it where that didn't even make sense you know it didn't make sense so anyway but 
but they have been right about you. You build up front. If you don't have those horses up front, you don't have a chance. And so uh, the Giants have been horrible with that. It's amazing how they missed. I mean, you know, like I look at Saquon, I look at Saquon them, Barkley. I look at what? Saquon Barkley and I go like this, Gary. I mean, yeah. he's always hurt. There's yep. no O-line. Yep. I mean, I don't know. Right? That that's what's been there, and it's it's been bad. I mean, you know, uh every it's like when he touches the ball, you got three guys on him. I mean, what you know, why bother? And this shows how bad it is. If you don't have a line, what good is a running back? <laughs> right. <laughs> it, it, it does you it does you no good. Your quarterback is spoofed because he's running for his life all the time. You know, it doesn't make sense if you're gonna miss up there. And if you don't get the picks right, then what you do is you 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 pick people or other other people's people. You know, you you get people that are established. If you're missing the draft picks, you go get guys that you know can play. That have you know already what, proven Gary, they can play. I, I tell folks this, and I think everybody's under the assumption that the other teams hit. And I'm just gonna take 10, the number 10 here. I know we have 11 picks. I know there's three in the first. I get all that. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I, I, I've been telling people seven of those guys are going to fail. Seven yeah. of those 10 picks because it's a 30% success rate. So you're talking seven guys. And get this, you may hit on a fifth rounder. Like you hit, watch it. Here, here's a perfect example. Yeah, you may right. hit on Jordan Milad in the seventh. But you may not hit on this Whiteside kid, who's a premium pick. Yeah, and so that's kind of how the look at you, man. Yeah, an eleventh round draft choice, mm -hmm. and you played twelve plus years in the National Football League, dude. If you have to redraft that, yeah. you're a top ten. You're a top first round pick because you played twelve years. Nobody plays twelve years as an eleventh round I mean, look pick. At somebody, look at Jason Kelsey, sixth yeah. round pick. This kid could be caught. He's probably going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. You got him in the sixth round. So I think with the picks, you know, and I was talking to somebody else about this. In fact, we're out at the Super Bowl talking about this. The draft picks thing, you might some in some ways you might as well throw it out because times you're drafting guys and your later picks are outplaying your, you know, your number one pick, your second round pick. So look what Kirk Cousins did to RG3. He was a fourth rounder. <laughs> Right. And look at all the draft assets that Washington and St. Louis exchanged between each other. That's right. And the guy Cousins is still playing. I mean, think think about how many uh, first-round quarterbacks are bust. Oh, tons. Tons of them. The majority of them, like you said, yeah. seven out of ten have been bust. Even though you got them in the first round and they've been bust and you have a few that, uh, you know, that live up to it. But most of them don't. So I, I think that boy, that, that that says a lot, man. You you know because right, you know, you know only 30% are gonna make it on yeah. any given draft. Gary, I wanna this may be a little bit kind of technical for the people that are listening and watching now, but I want to ask you this here. Um, the personnel that Jonathan Gannon has on the defense is best suited for what right now? Four three or three four? The personnel, well, I guess in some ways, you know, I I, I think they're a four three. They're definitely not a three four because they don't have enough linebackers. You know, that, that's the thing. They just do not have the linebackers. And 
you know, you just don't have the elite linebackers. But they, they don't have they really, the elite pass rushers for a four-three. They really don't. They 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 just don't. That's why they got to draft. That's why they, I'm asking you here because I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. If the strength of the defense is the line, really, you're 31st in sacks, and like you say, yeah, you got to cover and you got to get the quarterback on the ground. That's right. Those are the two positions that the Eagles have to have. You have to have quarterback play, yep. and you have to have edge rushers if you're going to make it in the NFL. And so when people go, yeah, well, Dan, the D-line's their strength, I'm like, really? Their D-line's their strength? Well, then they should be playing a 4-3. Yep. Well, if they're playing a 4-3, you got to be in the top 15 at least in sacks, and they're 31st in sacks. I know. that, and They're just not getting it done, you know. They just really just disappointed. I was really disappointed with that line because I expected them to come out. But they um they've shown they gotta make changes, you know, and you're gonna have you're gonna have to let you're gonna say goodbye to some people. You, you know, they're pretty much probably gonna say goodbye to uh, you know Barnett. He's gone. Um Brandon Graham, I don't think you can really say and be sure that I mean he's got what is he gonna give you coming back? He's getting up there, you know, you got a serious injury to your legs. You know, that's what usually, you know, gets people out of the league. So you don't have that explosion coming off the corner. So they got to – I could, I mean, if they use two picks for pass rushers, I don't think that would would, would, uh, would surprise me at all because you got you to get people getting to the quarterback. I mean, that's what this game is about. And you know if you draft two, you're probably going to miss on one of them. So you might, you might draft two, uh, two pass rushers because you got to get somebody getting to the passer – Unless you got a marquee corner that they see that they are uh, enthused about, I don't know that they're going to use all three picks. The way Howie does, he's going to try to move up or something. Uh, maybe, maybe they see somebody that they would like to move up, so they use one of the picks, use two of them to move up. They end up getting, you know, uh, uh, get two picks, but but they get the guy thereafter. But man, but uh, you know, you almost want to use all your picks because you're going to miss on so many of them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. One last question for you. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. How involved is the owner on draft day? I mean, does, does, is he is he in there just for cosmetics when it comes yeah, to the Yeah, I look? think he's in there for or cosmetics. Or does he actually make – does he does he stick his nose in? I, I think he gives his input, you know, during the whole process. You know, I think he gives his input then uh, during the process because he goes to some of the workouts and – He's there checking some things out, and I, I think that he gives us, uh, you know, that input, and I, I think he believes in what they said, which is, you know, your quarterback, you, and and you want to get those pass rushers and everything. I think he's probably there, emphasizing some of those, uh, the formula, that formula they believe in. Finally, here I got to leave you with this: uh, Joel Embiid and James Harden. It's the best duo. Tell me if you agree they got or disagree. Something. How about this? I say it's the best duo since Dr. J and Moses Malone. I think so. I think so. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, just seeing them play together where they immediately just have a flow to what they're doing. They make it look so easy. I think everybody knows, hey, they got a shot at doing something, man. They got, you know, and when you get a shot, man, you got to take advantage of opportunity. Sharpen every knife. You got to get everything right. They got to get it done. I mean, because they're, they're standing there looking right at them. But they definitely got a shot at it. Uh, and because uh, all the guys aren't re haven't really played well, but they, they can carry you. So you got two guys that can carry you. Well, 
something happens with one guy, whatever, they go, look, I got you guys this game. I'm going to take us over on this game. They got guys they can carry. And, you know, you're talking about seven-game series. I like their chances against anybody, man. <laughs> so do I. Gary, appreciate it, my friend. Thank you so much, as always. All righty. Got it, man. That's my friend Have Gary Cobb from Fox 29. Hit the like button. Hey, man, what do you mean no love for Matumbo Iverson? They didn't deliver the goods. They didn't get the chip. Dr. J. Malone delivered the chip, man. What do you think this show is? Celebrating second place? We don't celebrate second place here on the Big Sill Show slash National Football Shows. Hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. You, I like that, man. Second place is a glorified tease. That's all it is. Big Sills National Football Show. Bang! On the like button, please. Top of the hour. Big Sills. Top 30. Free agents. That'll be coming up for your respected team to potentially look at. We'll do that at the top of the hour. Real quick here, okay? 
real quick here because I want I do want to take a look at some of the teams that are in the NFC East. I talked with Barrett about this earlier today, and I want I, w- I want to reset that take. Um, you know these NBA guys kill me sometimes, though. So I don't know if you were watching that Pelican game. How about the Pelicans running the Lakers off the floor? The Pelicans are running the Lakers now off the floor. Oh, no way. Dude, the Lakers loot. You're kidding, right? The Lakers are in as worse shape right now as they were when Kobe was playing his last couple years. By the way, guys, correct me if I'm wrong. That championship they won in the bubbles an asterisk. Because that team has sucked every year almost that LeBron's been in L.A. They have sucked outside of the COVID-19 bubble year. Took half the season off, right? Got them in a bubble. No one, and get this, that just shows me no one wanted to be there. Just shows me no one wanted to be there. They were engaged for what, two months? And they won a championship. That's an asterisk, man. That's an asterisk. That team has sucked every other year. And last night, so LeBron was getting kind of the business by the fans. The home, the home fans, they don't like him. Can I make a comparison? And I think you Philly people will get it. Watch this. He is just a paid mercenary. He's like the modern-day Wilt Chamberlain. I mean, he's the modern-day Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt's going to go places where Wilt feels where he wants to play. He loved Philly. He played at Golden State, played with the Lakers. But every time you bring up Laker greats, how come nobody brings Wilt up? Do you know that Wilt's last year, I think, when they won a championship, I think he went 18-25. and And that was his last year. Wilt never gets talked about as some of the greatest Lakers. And by the way, Wilt or Shaq, I don't know, pretty comparable. The only difference is, is that Wilt averaged 31. I mean, you know, I'm, I get only the two championships, 67 title in Philly and the Laker won at 72. I get it. Okay, Kareem, yell at the end of the day, Kareem is better. Because Kareem could do free throw shots, and he had the sky hook. But both of those guys, man, I mean, Kareem and Wilt are right there, but he never, LeBron James will never be considered a Laker great. He'll be considered one of the great Lakers that played there, like Wilt. Wilt's not considered a Laker legend. He's considered one of the great players that played there. Okay, and right, big picking. Not, LeBron plays a ton of games. He plays a lot. He plays 45 minutes a game, 44 minutes. He does, man. I get it. I get it. But they'll never look at him in the same – never look at him in the same way. So get this. You make $700,000 a game when you step on the floor, when you're LeBron. So he's bitching at some of the Laker fans that are hollering at him because the team sucks so bad. And he starts getting in a back and forth. Do you know what I would do if that were me and I was LeBron James? If I was LeBron James, do you know what I'd be saying? I'd be doing this. Dude, really? Why? 
I'm not responding to that. I'm not responding to any of that. Okay? I'm not responding to any of that. And he, there he is. He's, he, he's going back and forth. This is what shows LeBron's weakness sometimes. Why are you, why are, why are you hollering and why are you dealing with a fan when you make $700,000 a night? That's why that guy's soft. That's why people don't consider NBA guys to be like, look at KD. How many burner accounts did KD get? How many, how many times? Okay, right? How many times did he get caught on a burner account because he got pissed off because somebody said something? Katie makes $700,000 a game. So when you're LeBron James, you got FU money, man. It's like FU money. Roger Clemens is not a Yankee. Hey, Andrew, Roger Clemens may think he's a Yankee because he gets him more. When it comes to um, memorabilia sales, then it does a Red Sox. But Roger Clemens is not a Yankee. He was a hired mercenary. Okay? He's a Red Sox. He'll never be anything else. Okay? He is a Boston Red Sox. That's right, Matt. He ain't it. You know, people go like this to me all the time. And this probably shows my age, though. Sills, Reggie Jackson, one of the great Yankees. Oh, no, you mean A. Reggie's greatest years were in Oakland. They weren't in New York. Now, everywhere Reggie went, they won. Even that stupid stop when he was in Baltimore, when he got first dealt by Charlie Finley from the um, A's, he had to go to Baltimore for a year. Then he fulfilled the free agency, and then he became a Yankee. And they were productive years. The Yankees won a lot of World Series. The 78 team was as good as it gets. The 78 team could probably beat, um, I don't know if they would beat that 96 Yankee team, but the starting pitching they had and the closers they had, plus you have to deal with Rivera. Rivera's probably the difference. That 96 Jeter team is probably the best because they had Rivera. I saw that, Chris. He's out in Miami. Yeah, Johnny Damon is a great Yankee. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Jackson, hey, big picking. Jackson, Parker, Fingers. I don't think Dave Parker was on that team when Reggie was first there. It was Joe Rudy. It was Vita Blue. It was Catfish Hunter. Um, It was Sal Bando. It was Gene Tennis. They had Blue Moon Odom. And they had Billy Williams also. As, not Billy Williams, but they had Dick Williams as their uh, manager. Then they had Alvin Dark, but it was really Billy Williams who put that – they did it again. Dick Williams who put that thing together, and Dick Williams was a hell of a manager. It was a heck of a baseball team. That, that ace team back in the late 70s was as good as it gets. Okay? Andrew, okay. He's drafting a quarterback. Let's go. Yeah, okay, Birdman. You think how he's drafted a quarterback. No way. There's not a quarterback in this draft. Randy Johnson is a Yankee. Okay. Hey, Kurt Schilling is a Red Sox. How you feeling now, Chris? <laughs> yeah. How you feeling now? 
Okay? <laughs> yeah, right? All right. We are going to do the Big Sills Top 30 NFL Free Agents. I'm going to do this at the top of the hour. Guys, you were awesome in that first hour. Please hit the like button. We're going to go over the top 30 free agents. Um, I got this list from two general managers, and then I filled in my thoughts on it. I asked him who he thought the top free agents were. We'll see if any of these guys, you know, grab your interest for maybe your professional team. We'll do this at the top. Hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. you like being right that's why you should enroll in an independence blue cross plan it's the health plan chosen by more people than any other with more doctors and hospitals more benefits that really rock more of the coverage you want for the right price including free doctor visits 24 7 it's a choice you can feel good about because when you're right you're right and when you've got independence blue cross you're right where you need to be call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an independence blue cross plan Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back. National Football Show, hour number two. Andrew, I got you, brother. I got it. I misunderstood you, man. Appreciate it. That leads me to hooking you guys up to tell you, please hook Big Sills up. Hit that like button. You were awesome in the first hour. Thank you so much, man. That baby just rolls, doesn't it, man? It's fast. I think just flew by, baby. Don't forget, too, we'll be on with Bear tomorrow on the middle, too, man. So we're doing that all week long. We've had a fun time. You know, somebody posted over on the right side in the chat room. They were like, 
man, it's just like two friends just talking for two hours. Well, that's exactly what it's supposed to be like. It's not supposed to be cookie cutter radio like you got on those shitty sports stations in Philly where it's cookie cutter. Things should be conversational. That's why you and I have conversations. Okay? <laughs> hey, hey, bumbling Biden, put that up. Put that up, Xander. Xander Krause, put that up. Free agent number one, big sales. There you go, baby. Better lock him up. Better lock him up. <laughs> I love it, man. Gratuitous backslapping on the host is always far. We'll always get you far, and it's always a good thing here. All right. we. Hey, I'll tell you what. The Let's see what he's Franchise tagged. Oh, it gave me the franchise. This is what we're paying you, dog. Market value. Market value. Market value. Jacob Media, market value. Okay. Would I take market value for my show? Yeah, I would. I'll line it up against anybody. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. You want to do that? Is that Pat McAfee? <laughs> All right. Hey, sounds good to me. Hey, Big Seals will gamble on himself. I am. All right. We had a fun time doing the draft on Friday. And I think you guys like, I think you guys, how about this? Would it be fair to say you guys like two of the three? Xander can't stand. Trent McDuffie with the 15th pick going to the Philadelphia Eagles from the University of Washington. Then I gave you Devin Lloyd. Then it was Trayvon Walker, defensive tackle Georgia. Those are my three picks. Unless something changes. Franchise tag, I know, huh? Right? <laughs> yeah. I actually like that. What do you mean you don't like it, 215? Give me a break. I gave you an edge I gave you a pass rusher, another edge rusher, and a guy who could play multiple positions at linebacker, multiple defenses for Jonathan Gannon. And a corner. Seals on a rookie deal. My rookie deal was all right, though, man. I got paid what Jerome got paid, so I was all right with it. <laughs> I was okay with my rookie deal. How about this? My rookie deal was equivalent to the ninth player taken in the 87 draft. I'm pretty good with that. I actually was very good with that. I don't know. It's okay. All right. Top 30. NFL free agents that are available. Now, some of these may be tagged right away, guys. Now, they could start franchise tagging. There's also transition tags. But most of the teams wait until they get up to the, I think, I think it's the 28th. And they wait. I met in podcast. Thanks, Chris. What a jackass. <laughs> hey, so here's your top 30. Number one, the top 30 NFL free agents on the Big Seals 2022 list. Devontae Adams, wide receiver, Green Bay Packers. Probably the best wide receiver in the National Football League. Now, would Devontae Adams be the best wide receiver on the Eagles? No. Because Aaron Rodgers is not in Philadelphia. However, for his 
position and what he's accomplished, he's going to command a lot of dough. Okay? He is your number one free agent. Number two, Teron Armstead, tackle, Saints. You don't see a lot of these guys on the open market offensive linemen. You just don't see tackles on the free agent market because there's such a need for them. Look at, like I said to you about the Giants, the New York Giants had five years under Dave Gettleman, okay, to build an O-line. They couldn't figure out one guy. They couldn't get one guy right. That's what makes what the Eagles have. I mean, if you're, your biggest advantage that the Eagles have over the New York Giants, your, your O-line has depth. They don't have any – you know that guy, Isaac, you guys keep telling me he's got great promise? There's not a starter with that kid's ability in New York. That just shows you, again, how hard it is to build a um, an offensive lineman and an offensive line. The Eagles are not going to be in the Devontae Adams sweepstakes. And they're not going to be in the Armstead sweepstakes, I don't think. Okay, They've got enough depth, and they've got the guys that they need to play. So I don't think they're going to be in a conversation there. Number three, wide receiver, Chris Godwin, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, very productive. Now, let's take a look at this. Chris Godwin played on the other side of Mike Evans, and he played with Tom Brady. And he also was very productive with Jameis Winston. When Jameis Winston threw for 5,000 yards. So he is a guy that is a total number one. And he's going to command a pretty good number. Would this be somebody that, say, Philadelphia would be interested in? I would think so. But I would also think that the Patriots and maybe even Kansas City would be interested in him. Kansas City has not been able to get a number two guy for Hill since really Andy's been there. I mean, they have not been able to get another guy. You know, I know that they tried Gordon, but he really didn't pan out. And he's a guy that, without a doubt, now look, yeah, but listen, Godwin to Philly, maniac. Why, why, would, why would Chris Godwin want to play in Philadelphia with a guy who can't find him? He was also in that playoff game. He saw Jalen couldn't spot single coverage. He's not going to be – those top two wide receivers are going to be looking to go to places. Look, I, I made the point to you about Cooper Cup. The year before Matthew Stafford shows up, Cooper Cup had 975 yards receiving and 68 catches, and I think he had three touchdowns. You get a Super Bowl Hall of Fame-type arm in your huddle, Changes the dynamism. It changes the dimension completely when you get an arm like that in your huddle. Rams have it. Jared Goff wasn't that. He was too inconsistent, up and down. This may be a little high, guys. You tell me. At number four, Von Miller, edge rusher, Rams. I thought he rejuvenated himself 
to not being the Super Bowl MVP, Von Miller, but I think Von Miller showed that he had something still in the tank. Hey, and for the record, he really fit a need on the other side of Aaron Donald. He was a factor. He was a factor in the Buccaneer game, and he was a factor in the Super Bowl. He was really good, man. He's, the last stretch run, Von Miller showed that he had something left in the tank. One-year contract, one with an option. I might entertain that. Maniac, I thought he played great, especially when he got to Los Angeles. Lawrence says he's going to stay in L.A. How are you paying him? Lawrence, how are the Rams paying this guy? They're, they're, they're mountains over the cap. How are you keeping him? Rams trying to run it back? Well, someone's leaving that team. Who? You think they're signing Odell Beckham back? Yeah, on a cheap minimum wage contract. Von Miller has to restructure his deal. Number five, Chandler Jones, edge rusher, Cardinals. 10-plus sacks last year. Again, a little bit of it with fool's gold because he had five in one game. So that kind of makes me suspect a little bit on these numbers that I'm looking at with Chandler. I think Chandler Jones has been a spectacular password. By the way, he's had 10 times the career Jadavian Clowney's had. He has been, if I had to make, when I think of the defensive ends that have really played well over the last 10, 15 years, Calais Campbell, him, are in that conversation. Chandler Jones really is a fine pass rusher. Would you give Chandler Jones a two-year contract at $7 million, $8 million? He'll command more. He'll probably want 15 It's a little too rich for me. For a player that I'm looking at like this, he's at the crossroads in his career, in my opinion. No, Dan, cap is going to be an issue here, okay? Cap is going to be an issue, and my priority is clearly going to be the draft and potentially a free agent quarterback. Chandler Jones is a need. I can address that in the draft. Remember something. This is my, my draft list. This is only the first round, okay? You've got eight other picks, and we'll do that during the week where they should go in the latter rounds. So you can address... You can get a quality, quality player in the second and third round. I mean, a really good frontline starter, potential all-pro in the second round or third round. So you're not limited by looking at Chandler saying, is it Chandler or somebody, you know, someone else? No, because you can go into the draft, get a guy cheaper, get the same production that you would if Chandler you don't think has anything left that can get you 10. The Eagles need a 10-sack guy on that defensive line. Okay, they need a 10 sack guy. They've got to have a double digit sack, dude. If you're going to play that style of defense that Jonathan Gannon plays, he's got to have that style. At number six, J.C. Jackson, cornerback, Patriots. Now we're starting to get into Eagle land here. Now we're starting to get into where you're looking at guys like J.C. Jackson, corner, 
on the other side of Darius Slay, how he was really right on Darius Slay. Could he be right on J.C. Jackson? Get the guy a three-year contract? He's the highest-rated cornerback in free agency? He's going to command some dough? Okay? We're talking about a guy here who's got some years left, too. He got some, he's got something in the tank here. This guy can play some ball, this J.C. Jackson kid. Okay. Number seven, Marcus Williams, safety, Saints. This is really, let's not say it too loud, this is the guy that Howie, I think, wants. I think he wants Marcus Williams. Okay? They're very limited at the safety position. Free and strong, this kid can play. And because I got Kyle Hamilton, going to Washington, I think if Kyle Hamilton were down there, I wouldn't do Trent McDuffie. It'd be Kyle Hamilton. I think Hamilton, though, is going to be a little bit outside the top 10 because if Hamilton is there at 15, I would clearly take him because they need help at that safety position. Okay? I, I And I, I like this kid. I could see them spending a, a little bit of money to go after him. They need a safety position. Remember needs. Always stick with the needs. Number eight, Mike Williams, wide receiver, Chargers. I think they're going to franchise him. But what I did in the draft was I protected my backside here by saying that the Chargers were going to go out and they were going to get a wide receiver. And that's why I said that they're going to take that kid, Wilson, from Ohio State with the 17th pick. Because I don't think they know really what they're going to need to do when it comes to the money, okay, on signing Mike Williams back. They're going to look at it like this. Justin Herbert is so good. Do I spend the money on the defensive? They need defensive tackles too. But you still have to put components around Justin Herbert. Watch this. Probably there's a bigger need, would you not say, in Los Angeles with the Chargers for a defensive tackle than a wide receiver. But if Mike Williams leaves, you can't leave Justin Herbert with no tools to throw the ball to. Okay? You can't. I know Keenan Allen's a good player, but you need somebody that's going to knock the top off these defenses. So that's why I say this. They're going to debate that position. and Look what they did with Melvin Gordon. They didn't want to pay him. They let him walk. Remember something about the Spanos family. They're not going to spend a lot of money except for one position. That's going to be quarterback. They've always spent money on quarterbacks. They were complaining with Joey Boza when he came out of Ohio State over $400,000 when it came to a contract if he was to be cut or not. They'd have to defer the money back to them. That It was crazy. He sat out, if you remember, the first four games because of this dumb thing that they were negotiating into his contract. That's going to be interesting to see what they do when it comes to Joey Boza, what the Chargers want to do eventually, because there's no way they're going to pay a defensive end $20 million. It's just not in their nature to do this. Okay, at number nine, Allen Robinson, wide receiver, Bears. Got to think that Allen Robinson probably is just looking at himself in the mirror going, Mitchell Trubisky and Justin Fields 
and Nick Foles and Andy Dalton. And look at those bum quarterbacks. All of them are bums. Bums. And, hey, watch this. You put Allen Robinson in Cincinnati. What do you think Allen Robinson's numbers are? Tell me what you think. What would you think Allen Robinson's numbers would be if he was in Cincinnati? 105 catches, 1,400 yards. Sound right? Does it sound about right? 1,400 yards? Okay. 1,400? Allen Robinson, my friend, is going to go a little bit north of 8 million. Okay. He, he's going to go a little bit north of 8 million. He's a ninth rated free agent. Okay. 900 yards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. Cause you know why? The other 3,000 yarders. Right. You're, you're probably right, Chris. 900 yards. He'd be, he, he'd almost be their 4,000 yard receiver. You're right. Okay, you're right. There's too many dudes there now. Number 10, Orlando Brown. Tackle Chiefs. They restructured his contract. I got to tell you guys, they made that trade from Baltimore. It ain't panned out. I think Orlando Brown struggled this last year. I do. I think he struggled, and I am not really – and they gave up. Quality picks for him to Baltimore, okay? Orlando Brown is a good football player, but he just he just didn't really pan out. So he's your 10th guy, though, that's rated by Bledsoe. And a couple GMs, and this is my list, actually, though. Number 12. Would you take a look at this, especially? How about this? What if Jason Kelsey retires? Number 12, Ryan Jensen, center, Buccaneers. Made the Pro Bowl. If Jason Kelsey retires, would you make a run at Ryan Jensen? I would. You've got to have that position solidified, your center position and your left tackle position. Okay. I would look on it and go like this. Hey, man, you know, if J.C. Kelsey retires, how about having the other Pro Bowl NFC center on my team? Brings leadership in. He's been um, to a Super Bowl. He's played a lot of playoff football, played with Brady. You think he could bring something to the huddle also when it comes to helping Jalen out a little bit? He's played with Tom Brady, Jameis Winston. And then he would play with Jalen Hurts. Okay? So, I mean, Ryan Jensen would be somebody to look at if Kelsey retires, Jason Kelsey retires. This is a Philadelphia favorite here. Number 13, Jadavian Clowney, edge rusher, Browns, is 13th. We'll just move by him. You guys ain't going to bring that guy in after he gave a cheap shot to Carson Wentz. This guy would never hear the end of it. It'd be pretty cool, but personally, I think this guy's been overhyped his entire career. I have never been sold that he's a premier pass rusher. And I looked at it, and I looked at the other edge guys, and I went like this. I don't know. Do I think Jadavian Clowney, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll tell you, 
Jadamian Clowney, I got ranked ahead of Greg, um, Randy Gregory. My problem with Randy Gregory, see, we're now starting to get into where some of these guys have issues, age, too much money, what have you. And Clowney and Gregory, to me, are the same. Yeah, Yale, he bounces too much. I love that. Pass on Clowney. Randy Gregory, would you pass on him? Would you bring him in? Ten sack guy, potentially. Would you bring him in? I just don't like him. I just don't. I, I, I don't think he makes good decisions. So, I mean, I don't like both these guys at 13 and 14, but they're the highest graded guys as players. See, this is players. This is not by position. This is players. Number 15. I actually like this guy. You know, in 2019, Stephon Gilmore was the NFL Defensive Player of the Year. 19, 20, 21, 22. So you're telling me four years later, this guy's not still elite? Played on that Panther defense and had no linemen. Linebackers were atrocious. When Kinkley retired, man, he left that thing vacant. Vacant. You know, they had a couple injuries, too, at the beginning of the year Did the Panthers. They got out to a great start, but some injuries hit. And Stephon Gilmore, in my opinion, I still think he's good. But he's another one of those Darrell Rivas guys, man. They know how to negotiate. He'd be awful expensive. He'd be way too much money. Okay? Lawrence says, can you imagine Clowney and Barnett? All of the flags and eagles will have. <laughs> well, I'm not looking for that. Okay? Brother, have Khalil Mack? I don't think the Bears are moving off him. Number 16, Brandon Sheriff, guard, Washington. Would that be somebody that the Eagles would look at? Probably not. They're pretty content with the guys they have in their old line room. But here's another guy that could make, if I were the Giants, Washington trading with the New York Giants. Don't think so. Don't think so. But I could see this guard from Washington going to Cincinnati. Because this is what I would do. I, I would draft in the first round, and I would go after somebody like this in the first round. They need to get as much offensive line. You guys don't like you guys don't like my Landon Dickerson deal to get you a first rounder in T. Higgins. I don't get it, but okay. Okay, I don't know how you don't like that. I'll give you Landon Dickerson, Cincinnati, for the 31st overall pick in T. Higgins. No, I like Landon. Okay. Okay, I know I'm still pushing the deal. Number 17, Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew. 17, safety, Kansas City Chiefs. They're not going to be able to afford him. He's a quality player. Would this be somebody that you would want in the Eagles secondary? The Honey Badger. Can you imagine having the Honey Badger on your defense? With Jonathan Gannon and him looking at Jonathan Gannon going, that ain't working. Honey Badger, speak up. Honey Badger's had a ton of success, like Fletcher has. So you would have Fletcher Cox, Honey Badger, on your defense and Hardgrave? And you add Devin Lloyd? I don't know. 
Lawrence, they're going to have to let him go. They're miles over the salary cap. Miles over the cap. Smile is right. Honey Badger is injury prone. Okay? He is. Bumbling says 31st Higgins and the 2023 fifth. For Landon Dickerson, no way. Biting off more than you can uh, chew there. No way. They do 31 and T Higgins for Landon. Maybe you can slide your boy up, Isaac. You're ready, ready to go. And you still have three ones. No, but that not for him. What are you trying to do, Sills? Trade everybody? No. I'm trying to build your team. Yeah, and Xander's like, no, I'm not trading Landon. The guy comes to work in overalls. Straw hat, corn cob pipe. This guy lives bales of hay. Every year, I'm an offensive guard. I'm worth three ones. Look at my pipes compared to silly old pipes. I'm ready to rock. Okay. Number 18. <laughs> Carlton Davis, cornerback. Buccaneers. I think this guy's going to get a lot of play. I think he's a fabulous football player. I do think here, though, that this guy's going to command a lot of money. And you're going to have a lot of suitors for him. Experience, postseason, played with Todd Bowles, was in that Buccaneer environment. I really like Carlton Davis. Um, I think the Bucs will try to do everything in their power, from what I'm understanding, to try to re-sign this guy. But he's going to get a lot of love at 18. Number 19, Odell Beckham Jr. Probably too high because he's got an MCL injury. Wide receiver Rams. Here's why. I know some of you may go like this. Watch this. Well, he's going to stay with the Rams. Really? On a league minimum deal? So you think the Rams are going to pay him top flight money, Cooper Cup money, and the kid Woods? No way. It's not how it works. That's not how it works. Oh, and Aaron Donald wants to be paid $25 million. Oh, and Von Miller is a free agent. So who are you keeping? Odell Beckham or Von Miller? Who you got? You can't keep all these pieces like you did back in the day. You can't keep them all. That's not how the league works. Number 20, Mike Jasicki, tight end, Dolphins. Guy's had a pretty good start to his career down there. He's really two his only dude. Pretty good hands. Fit into that offense pretty good. Wouldn't you like to see this guy here with Dallas Goddard? Right? Get another tight end there to help out Jalen because Jalen loves the tight end position. And by the way, Dallas Goddard, like I said, homie, you can't drop one of every three passes thrown to you. You got to be better than that. Zach Kurtz may not have been the blocker you are. And I get we're a running attack team now, but dude, you got to catch that football when it's thrown to you. Number 21, Dalton Schultz, tight end Cowboys. The Cowboys aren't going to be able to keep this guy. Actually, the Dallas Cowboys are not going to be able to keep a lot of guys on their football team because they're in purgatory when it comes to their salary cap. 
He's a good football player. Number 22, I probably get this kid's name right or wrong. Emmanuel Ojaba, edge rusher, Dolphins. I think this kid's a good player. This could be somebody that Howie looks at. Okay? Ojaba, this could be somebody here kind of right in the middle in free agency, not overpriced, not underpriced. You give them the right little number there, two-year deal, seven million bucks. How you doing? You know? Right in there. He's productive, plays the run very well. See, to me, look, what made the Eagles spectacular in 17, you guys were loaded on both sides of your lines. Didn't matter who was in there. Jason Peters didn't care. It was so deep on both sides. Uh, that was the best grouping of O-line, D-line I've ever seen in NFL history, in my opinion. Because by the end of the Super Bowl, the Patriots have waved the white flag because you had beat them up so bad. Okay? It was just so deep. So deep. Number 23. Hakeem Hicks, DT Bears. If you're looking, say this. Say you move off of Fletcher. You trade him, you eat up some of the salary. You go out, get Hakeem. You put him in your defensive line. I mean, I'm, he, he's the top-rated guy at 23 when we're talking defensive tackles. Number 24, how about this guy? This guy's interesting. Melvin Ingram. Edge rusher, Kansas City Chiefs. I watched him um, when he was at South Carolina, and I watched him when he was with the Chargers. My only problem with him was is that if he's not in the right system where you could just line him up, wind him up, and let him rush the passer, and he's got to do more than that, you're asking him to play tight ends. You're asking him to cover backs out of the backfield. That's really not his game. He's running to the ball. Ball carrier, seek and destroy. Pass rushing, he's good at that. When the Chiefs made this move with the Steelers, I thought it solidified their front. I thought it righted the ship. Okay? I did. I thought it. I thought they righted the ship with him. Number 25. Case Hayward, cornerback, Raiders. Another guy right in that room there where we could look at where this is in the Howie. Don't want to spend too much. Don't want to give up a ton of my cap. And if I'm wrong, it's not going to kill me. He's going to get a lot of looks. Okay? Case Hayward's going to get a lot of looks. Number 26, Lakin Tomlinson, guard, 49ers. I, I don't think San Francisco is going to let him go. But he, if I were, once again, the Bengals, man, I would dive all over. I would dive all over this. I would dive all over these two guards, one from Washington and this guy from the 49ers. I still don't think the 49ers are going to let him roll, though. Number 27, Devondre Campbell, linebacker, Packers. This kid can play. Is this somebody here that... Philly would look at because they need linebacker help. Instead of going into the draft, you got a productive LB here in this Campbell kid. Bring him into your system. 
That could be a free. Now, again, if you don't want to draft a linebacker, here's a guy, again, not going to be overly expensive. It's going to be interesting to see what the market's going to be for some of these positions. I think the wide receiver position, I think people are going to be sticker shocked with some of these prices. I don't think you're going to see a boatload of them because they're going to go right into the NFL draft and go, I'd rather have a guy in a rookie contract. And maybe he doesn't catch 30 passes more and he still catches 70. I can get a guy in a rookie contract and build my roster. You're not, I think you're going to see sticker shock again with free agency. He's good though. Number 28. Michael Gallup, wide receiver, Dallas Cowboys. See, to me, I know some of you guys do this, and I saw you guys say this. How about this? You guys go, I don't want a Cowboy. Why wouldn't you want to weaken your your rival? Why wouldn't you want to do that? I could take one of their better players off their football team, make my team stronger with it. Why wouldn't you want to do that? That's common sense. You think Washington wouldn't want to weaken the Cowboys? I would. Okay? As a matter of fact, anybody that the Cowboys have, you should always look at those guys to see if you could weaken them by getting their guys. Can you imagine the intel they could tell you on snap counts, audibles, how they do practice, what they say about you? Wouldn't you want to know all that intel? Boy, I would you ever notice that the Patriots do that stuff? Sign a guy for a week just to get some intel on what that guy was doing with the Jets or with the Dolphins. They always do that. I put this guy here at number 29. Antonio Brown, wide receiver, Buccaneers. Guys, somebody's going to give him a chance. Somebody's going to give this guy an opportunity. Okay? He's going to give him an opportunity. Who that is, I don't know. And at number 30, I have Calais Campbell. Defensive line, Ravens. Would you look at him? 30th ranked free agent in the NFL. Give him a $4 million deal. Could you see, how about this? You have Calais Campbell. You have Calais Campbell. You have Fletcher Cox. Hardgrave, you get one of these, you get Honey Badger. Then you go into the draft and you get Devin Lloyd. How would you like that? That's why I tell you folks, this is one of the most important off seasons for the Eagles. There's your top 30. Big Sills 2022 NFL free agents. You see teams... Boy, I'll tell you, Washington, Washington is going to get better. And personally, I think if they make the right moves, they can win the East for the next couple of years. All right, we're going to reset and revisit all of this here because I think these, these top 30 guys, I think they're going to be an impact on some of these teams that are looking to fill gaps before the NFL draft in April. Guys, do me a favor. Please hit the like button. We'll take a look at this list. Maybe if there's a guy on here that you see that fits into your particular system, we'll hit on it. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. 
go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back, National Football Show. I'm just looking at this list here and I'm thinking, watch this. Trent McDuffie, Devin Lloyd, Trayvon Walker in the draft, Emmanuel Ojaba from the Dolphins, edge rusher, and Marcus Williams, safety. And Allen Robinson, wide receiver. Still doesn't sound sexy, though, does it? Because watch this. When I do this, Washington, Kyle Hamilton, Jimmy Garoppolo, and then you get Chase Young back. You think the Eagles are better than that? Are you better than Dallas? Look at those three teams. You put Jimmy Jimmy, because the quarterback's going to land. Here, guys, if you don't want to have an upgraded quarterback, let's just say we're going to stick here with Jalen. 
You want to stick with Jalen? Washington's not sticking with Tyler Heineke. They're not sticking with him. They're moving off him. They've made it already very clear to him. They're either going to draft a guy or they're going to move off a guy. They're moving off that dude. So they're going to bring, they're going to, in my opinion, they're either going to get Carson Wentz or they're going to get Jimmy Garoppolo. And they're going to put that, by the way, they can run the ball too. Not as effectively as Indianapolis, but they can run the ball. And Carson gives them an upgrade. 27 touchdowns, seven picks, he gives them an upgrade. You put Carson Wentz, Jimmy Garoppolo in Washington. Chase Young's back. Sign Kyle Hamilton. Washington's the favorite to win the East because the Cowboys have to make brutal decisions here. Are you cutting Amari? Zeke's got $18 million against the salary cap. Okay? He's got $18 million. Smile says that Ryan Fitzpatrick was signed last year. So? Ryan Fitzpatrick is a stopgap guy. He's always been considered that. I'm not building my team. I'm going to put my team in the hands of a guy who's 36 and 16 and 5-2 and two in the postseason and has beat the tar out of Aaron Rodgers in the postseason. Lawrence says, Skins don't want Wentz. You don't know that. Skins want to get better at that position. Tyler Heineke ain't it. Yeah, watch it. You put a quarterback, you put Garoppolo in Washington, they'll win the East. Barrett and I were both saying that today. They'll win the East. They're a more complete football team than any team in the Eastern in the NFC East. Right, Lawrence, you put Jimmy G with that record. He's been a winner everywhere, and he's gonna and he's been in really some great coaching rooms. Kyle Shanahan, Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniel. He's been around great dudes. <laughs> Andrew goes, I could see Washington signing that hoe that's in Indianapolis. You see, and when I when I say this. Tyron Matthew, Ajaba, Marcus Williams. Then the draft for the Eagles. It sounds better because of the Honey Badger. But you're still in the same spot with your quarterback like they are in Cleveland. See, here's the problem in Cleveland. Man, you can bring in all the people you want. You can draft whoever you need. But you still haven't addressed the number one thing in the building. And here we are going on two years, still having the same idiotic conversation about the quarterback position. Don't you want that thing answered? Why would, must we go on day after day after day and just sit here and go, he de- nobody deserves anything. Nobody, hey, watch this. Can I tell you something about, J- let's be candid about Jalen's play. Hey, congratulations, Jalen Hurts. You didn't rob a bank. You didn't rob a bank. You're a second-round draft choice. You won games. 
So you're a football player. Congratulations. What's spectacular about that? That backup quarterback in Baltimore did almost the same. The backup quarterback in Dallas won a game. I never heard of him. Congratulations to you. Congratulations. You were a football player. It's like we want to give kudos for being what? Average? Well, Sills, it wasn't. Yeah, but guys, how many times do you use your eyeball test and you do this? How many times did you have to go like this when you saw Dan Marino play? Holy crap. John Elway. Oh, here, Justin Herbert. Joe Burrow, even Josh Allen, some of these guys, even Peyton Manning, the 28 picks his first year. Were you doing this? I don't know. Weren't you doing this? This guy just got to get his you-know-what together and get everything worked out and ironed out. I don't look at Jalen Hurts and go like this. Man, this guy's got so much up. Do you really think you see upside? What? His inability to find open people? That has plagued him since Alabama. And when he went to the Big 12, no disrespect, Barrett, but those wide receivers are pretty open in the Big 12. Would we not agree? Would we not agree? I mean, all those quarterbacks that played in Oklahoma, when they came to the NFL, those big barn door openings that they had, they're now portholes. And they've struggled. Sam Bradford, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray doesn't want to run because it gets him too beat up. That's why he wants a new contract extension. Right? Hey, Chris. Yeah, Jalen's a baller. Just not elite. Well, that position, you have to be elite. All right, let me take a timeout. Guys, please hit the like button. All right? Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other, with more doctors and hospitals, more benefits that really rock, more of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about, because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. 
Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back, National Football Show. It's your boy Big Sales. By the way, Brian Scott, the new quarterback. For your Philadelphia Stars will be on with us tomorrow at 4.30 Eastern Time. I posted that on my Twitter page, at Dan Celio Show. And this guy's got a little army, man. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I'm going, okay. Played at Occidental College. He's a fighter. You know what he said, too, also in my DMs on my uh, Twitter page? He's like, I am so privileged to represent Philadelphia. I was like, well, they're going to love to hear that. They're going to love to hear that. Hey, maybe this is your guy. Hey, Kurt Warner came out of spring football. Jake DeLome came out of spring football. Okay? Those two dudes went to the Super Bowl. One guy's in the Hall of Fame. So, you know, you you never know where you're going to find these dudes. Kurt Warner was cut like five times. Okay. He was cut. Tony Romo wasn't even drafted. So you never know, man. Hey, by the way. Okay. But by, by, by the way, the stuff that's going on around the world here over with Ukraine, man, I give those folks so much credit. But you see FIFA coming out now saying that they've suspended Russia from playing international soccer in the World Cup. But the one organization that won't is the Olympics. It is such a fascist and communist-run organization, and it always has been. When you give communist China, okay, the Olympics, and you give Nazi Germany the summer and winter games, there's something wrong with you. You spread love and such. And by the way, you know, doesn't matter if the Olympic stars for the Russian team are juicers or not. They give you a different name, send you on your way. You still get on the podium. You still get your gold medal. Even if you're cheating or you're a juicer, doesn't matter to them. It is such a fascist and communist group of people that run the aisle. Not the, yeah, the IOC. Fascist and communist. And how does NBC put their name on that? You know, I said it last week to you. 
I, I, I don't know how that thing ever gets turned around, except for this. The next time you're thinking of putting the Olympic Games in a respected city, why don't you put it in a city where the world loves it? It's friendly to look at. You don't see silos. You don't have like concentration camps in a city, in, in a country where some of the people are staying. I mean, honestly, what when the hell do you think you're thinking about an NBC broadcasting that back to Americans? You want to know why they tuned it out? Nobody wants to be reminded of that stuff, and I'm not going to support it. Why would I tune on NBC when that country supports having concentration camps because you're Muslim? Whatever your religion, whatever your politics, it should never come into how you treat human beings. I mean, my God. But the Olympics, of course, they'll be last at the table because you know why? They don't want to lose the international support that Russia gives them because Putin's a big, he's a big Olympic guy. You notice that this whole thing happened after the Beijing games ended. You think there's any coincidence that all of a sudden Putin just went like this. Hmm. Oh yeah. The Olympic games, they're still going on with my partner who just bought a trillion tons of coal who are supporting my war effort right now against Ukraine. I bet you the I bet you the leader of China said to him, don't do it during the Olympics. All of a sudden, a week after, he invades Ukraine. Um, okay. No, they're not working in cahoots. Okay. Thank you, Andrew. I'm I'm talking about the Olympics, dude. I'm not a politician and I don't pretend to act like one here, and I'm giving anybody political views. I'm just saying something that, wait a minute, Andrew, something that I grew up on watching Jim McKay do the Olympics and the Olympic Games when I was a kid mattered. I enjoyed it. I loved the nationalism. I loved the whole thing. Now what they've done is professionals can play in it. It's not the Olympics anymore. It's just not. It's a it's a TV ad for Reebok, for Nike. It's, it's all it is. And for countries, it's like a, you know, it's like a Chamber of Commerce thing. Uh, the Olympic Games used to be awesome. And now you see the true truth of what the IOC is. They're communist and fascist, the way they look at things. Last to the table. And there's no coincidence that Russia held off the invasion until after the Beijing Games. It's totally the way it rolled, man. All right. Hey, I can't wait to talk to this kid, Brian Scott, tomorrow. Quarterback for your USFL stars. The USFL back in the day, man, I, I tell you, I thought it was better than the AFL. I don't think you're going to see that same version of this now, but I do think you're going to see some really good football players. And don't be shocked if you see players like Kaepernick, maybe Johnny Manziel. Could, could you see Tebow? In the USFL or the XFL, that's what I would do. You want to get television ratings? Put Kaepernick or Manziel, okay, as their quarterbacks for one of these teams. You'll have ratings off the charts. Can you imagine Colin Kaepernick playing against any Manziel? Or how about this, Kaepernick versus Tebow? I mean, you know, you want to know why TV ratings? 
in the NFL because they give you. Cam Newton could be in that league. Des Bryant. Hey, Antonio Brown. Thank you, Maniac. You make it a great show each and every single time. I love you guys. Don't forget, I'll be doing the middle tomorrow. Can you? Hey, I'd bring all them big stars in there. I totally would. Guys, please hit the like button. Brian Scott, quarterback, USFL, Philadelphia Stars, tomorrow at 430. Have a great one. I'll catch you tomorrow in the middle, then back with our show, the National Football League, 4 to 6 Eastern. We'll see you on the flip side.